Alright all you Streetlight Crusaders and wrestling fans alike out there tonight Welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special And now it's time for us to talk about what happened during the second half of Monday Night Raw From Dallas, Texas And the next match to take place on Monday Night Raw Would see none other than Johnny Gargano going one-on-one -on -one with Giovanni Vinci and well, during this said contest, folks, after we would hear backstage Ludwig Kaiser putting a lot of pressure on the back of Giovanni Vinci saying that what you do in the ring reflects on me and I'm not going to have you lose or go up short. We would see during this match Vinci swinging for the fences with a nasty kick to the face, but unfortunately would suffer a hellacious slingshot spear from Johnny Gargano. And as action went back and forth between these two men from NXT, we would see Tommaso Ciampa, after Kaiser would get up on the apron, coming out and beating the daylights out of Ludwig Kaiser, sending him over the barricade. But then we would see after that bit of interference, a step up in Sigiri and a one final beat for Johnny Gargano to win this match and celebrate and officially bring back DIY via pinfall. Because later on that night, we would see them officially saying that they're back. And of course, we would see Akira Tozawa dancing with a Dallas Cowboy Championship belt. And for Xavier Woods once again to say, Tozawa, that's nasty. <laughs> but besides Xavier Woods reminding me of something from Cena's world, for those who remember that classic BET show, the next thing we would see on Monday Night Raw backstage would be Shinsuke Nakamura saying that he was happy to beat up Ricochet, but wants to beat up someone new to show the new version of himself from his dreams. But who would that possibly be? But as we try to figure that out, folks, Logan Paul would make his way to the ring and would talk about what happened during the boxing match ever controversial that he would have against his opponent and would say that after the actions of what happened with his opponent, his opponent would lose his job and would say that now he's a free agent, just like me and would say that after what happened during his match, you'd think that was something with the boxing match. After he beats Rey Mysterio at Crown Jewel for the United States Championship, he's gonna get all the keyboard warriors really talking. And to make things even worse, folks, after mentioning Rey Mysterio, we would hear from Dominic, who just refuses to let things go. <laughs> And speaking of that, you know, shout out to the Temptations folks, we would hear Dominic Mysterio over a wave of booze just talking about the fact about his deadbeat dad this and all this other nonsense, only for Logan Paul to bring up old wounds of his own. Because then he would bring Samantha Irving into the ring and would say, I really do appreciate you announcing me the winner against Ricochet, but now you need to announce me as the new United States Champion. Just say it, you know, and new, and new, and immediately tackled to the ground by Ricochet. <laughs> 
for Ricochet to lay in uh, several different shots on Logan Paul, only for Logan Paul to roll out of the ring and for Dominic to try to come to his aid. Only for Dominic to suffer the second Tiger knee of the night. And to make things even better, folks, after suffering that Tiger knee was just about to eat a shooting star press, only for Logan Paul to take him out of the ring and for next week, thanks to Rhea Ripley, would be in a match one-on-one -on -one against Ricochet after that little display. But speaking of people who are in impromptu matches, folks, the next match to take place on Monday Night Raw would see none other than Natalya teaming up with Nikki Cross, going one-on-one -on -one against Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. Now, for those who are wondering the state of mind of Nikki Cross during this match, I got a feeling it's somewhere near the Twilight Zone. Because during this set contest, while action was going back and forth, Nikki Cross, which creeped out the announcers, was just in a deadpan stare straight at the at the hard cam, just staring and occasionally blinking, but not moving or doing anything. But during the match, Natalia would be able to pull off a small package for an Eric Ball, would suffer the wrath of a headbutt clothesline combination, and would be able to kick out, only for Nikki to walk out. <laughs> and as Nikki walked up the ramp, we would see Natalia pulling off the natty by nature on Chelsea Green for an ear fall, only for the two-on-one odds to come back and haunt her because she would suffer the wrath of the unpretty her followed by that Mike Knox like crossbody from none other than Piper Nivens for the team of Chelsea and Piper to win this match via pinfall and fast forward later on that night, folks, after Rhea Ripley would sign the contract officially making that Fatal Five way official at Crown Jewel, Nick Aldis, who would be talking to the party team backstage of Kaden and Chance, unfortunately would get cut off immediately by none other than Adam Pierce, where Adam would say, you know what, after you being a part of this show, I didn't want you talking to my superstars a part of this broadcast. For Nick Aldis to say that, hey, you know what, I felt like I overstayed my welcome. And in my world, I think that means yeah, I saw all I needed to see with this show slowly sinking to the bottom of the ocean. I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> Only for Nikki Cross to immediately show up backstage just deadpan walking across the screen for Adam Pierce to say, I need a drink. And just for us to head into our next match for the night, which would see none other than Sami Zayn going one-on-one -on -one against Drew McIntyre. And during this set contest, we would see Sami Zayn trying to use his high-flying offense against Drew McIntyre for the Scottish Terminator to grab him out of mid-flight and throw him right into the announce table. For Sami Zayn to be able to counter a white noise into a sunset flip powerbomb for a near fall, even pull off a boot and a blue thunder bomb to avoid a claymore, still for a near fall. 
only for Rhea Ripley for no reason whatsoever after a series of belly-to-bellies and a neckbreaker with a kip-up combination to come out to distract Drew McIntyre for Drew to almost get caught with a small package. But after he would kick out of that, folks, Sami Zayn, after a comedy exploder into the corner, leading almost into a halluva kick, would get distracted by Rhea Ripley, take his eye off the ball, and the T-1000, or the Drew-1000 in the form of the Scottish Terminator, would be able to hit a Claymore kick and win this match via pinfall. And fast forward later on into the night, folks, we would hear Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre at each other's throats throwing accusations that both of them are trying to get help from the Judgment Day, only for both of them to agree, no Judgment Day, and may the best man win. And we almost forgot to mention earlier in the night, Rhea approached Seth Rollins who was backstage and not even in action tonight, which I found strange, and would be able to say, uh, no, I don't want to be anything like Roman Reigns, for Rhea to say, but with your back the way it is now, holding on to a championship for a thousand days is going to be tough to be like Roman, so why don't you enlist in our help? So now they're trying to be like the APA and trying to get their services out there. I I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. But I tell you somebody who did get it this week in our next match of the night, which would see Bronson Reed going one-on-one against Akira Tozawa. Now, the reason why we say he got it, folks, is because he wanted a match to prove himself a part of the Alpha Academy that he can truly be championship material and would challenge none other than Bronson Reed, which he would say, it's your funeral. And boy, oh boy, it just was about because despite Tozawa being able to hit some nasty kicks and try to go for a German suplex, he would get caught with a nasty Death Valley driver, followed up by a big boy Senton and the quote Wade Barrett, a nasty tsunami only for him to get squashed literally and figuratively during this match via pinfall. (laughs) Oh man, just god awful and you know, I hope Tozawa's alright, but with us mentioning earlier that he was dancing with a Dallas Cowboy Championship belt, he's fine. We hope he's fine. And the next match for the night, folks, is our main event of the evening, which would see none other than main event Jey Uso going one-on-one against Damian Priest. And during the set contest where action would go back and forth, we would see a broken arrow by Damian Priest for near fall. Even a right hand and a clothesline that made Jey Uso cartwheel out of his shoes still for near fall. For Jay to come back during this match with a Samoan drop, even a spear, and an Uso splash, all of them for near fall. Or should have been, because 
Finn Balor would make his way to the ring only for Jey Uso to slap him in the face and hit him with a suicida or a tope suicida to the outside of the ring. And for Finn Balor's interference to finally pay dividends for Damian Priest because he would grab the leg of Jay just before he would get into the ring causing an impromptu low blow thanks to the ropes. Then for Damian Priest to hit a South of Heaven chokeslam for Damian Priest to win the main event of Monday Night Raw for this week via pinfall. But if you think that was it folks, nope, not according to Finn Balor because he would then start beating the ever-living daylights flag tag out of Jey Uso hitting him with punches to the face and following up with a coup de gras. But that wouldn't be the coup de gras because Damian Priest would say, you know what, I think he should be the same way as Cody and would get the chairs out to try to break the ankle of none other than main event Jey Uso, only for Cody Rhodes limping out to the ring to take it to Finn Balor on one leg and immediately get his pound of flesh from Damian Priest by beating the daylights out of him and was just about to get the chair to get the job done to make it an eye for an eye or a ankle for an ankle in this sort of situation. For none other than Finn Balor to immediately pull him out of the ring for us to get a recap of what's going to happen on SmackDown for Fox Sports 1 and a recap of next week's episode of Monday Night Raw to close things out for the week. But what's going to happen by next week's edition of Raw, folks? Will we see Cody Rhodes getting revenge? Will Cody be able to pull off a miracle on one leg? And will we even be able to see some form of invasion of the said brands leading into the Survivor Series that I know they most likely forgot about? We'll find out the answers to that and more next week for another exciting edition of Monday Night Raw. But until then, folks, I think it's time for us to head back to that music once again. And when we return, we'll be back with more of the Tuesday Night Special right after this. So don't go anywhere just yet, folks, and stay tuned. 